And here we are. We're back. In the middle of the ocean. In the middle of the ocean. Oddity Files. that hawaii song da, 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 da. but we're going to the bahamas i'm just thinking of the moana song i've never seen moana what well, i honestly think you'd really like moana it took me forever to watch frozen there's and like I fucking love frozen a creepy villain in moana and like i feel like you'd really like it my what what is your favorite disney villain villain that's not easy I know. They're all amazing. So my favorite Disney movie still to this day is Lion King. Um, but Scar's not my favorite villain. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Totally. Um, I don't know why. Who's yours? Maleficent? Is she a villain? She's a yeah, villain. Yeah, she is. But my, my favorite Disney animated movie villain is Ursula from oh, Little right. Mermaid. Yeah. Ursula's great. Ursula is amazing. Um, gosh, who? It, that's... I need time to prepare. Sorry. Oh, this is Oddity Files. The, the podcast. podcast at sea. <laughs> at sea. We're looking for Ursula. That would be odd. We are. Yes. Um, We've got all our underwater equipment with us. Not really. I will follow up next week with my favorite Disney villain. Because that is... That's easy. like such an important personality trait. I feel like you should just be able to rattle that off. You would think. There are just so many. Well, like I said, I know what my favorite Disney movie is. Right. Um... I can't pick a favorite Disney movie. I really can't. As I'm putting my evil queen crown on. So, um, I found, you know how we like kind of threw out the idea of doing like cryptid and haunted and stuff in the news? Mm-hmm. Well, so I found this and it came out uh, yesterday. Ooh. And it's actually cool. It's not like, um, it's not like, well, you'll see. Okay. So, Lego... Yeah. Is introducing like a haunted house set. Get out. With an interactive app. So like you build it and then like it has, you know, like on like Snapchat and Instagram when you like hold up your phone and things pop up. Yeah. So you like build. Kind of like Luigi's Haunted Mansion Lego style. Yes. What? But you can like build these haunted, but it's not even like haunted houses. There's like graveyards and um, quote points of possession where like these virtual ghosts can be like brought to life. And it says like. Lego? Lego. Oh, shit. And that's so cool. I love it. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, but I was like, how cool for them to... You would think that'd be something they'd be like, oh, it's October. Let's do something like spooky. No, paranormal is so mainstream right now. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculously fucking So we're going to awesome. need to find a spot in the studio for a Lego cemetery. Okay. You know what? Maybe we can like build a shelf all along the ceiling here. You know, like you know people how do for people trains? Build, well, I was going to say, you know how people build like... Christmas villages. Yes. Well, then I have a place to put my alien thing I got at Menards this year. <laughs> yes. It can just... Sweet. Oh, it, with the abducting... Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, the cow. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I know you guys know this. You hear us say it every week. Why haven't you done it yet? Head on over to our social. Because we really need to be at 10,000 followers so I can have that swipe up feature. Because I'm jealous of every other person who has the swipe up feature in their stories. So, Instagram, now, at Oddity Files. Click follow. 
hello and then you know like our posts if you do and and you know tell your friends about us i want ten thousand followers please not to beg with ghosties on top <laughs> but we're on twitter too it's at oddity files we hit a big milestone with twitter a few weeks ago we were at six thousand six hundred and sixty six followers it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> we're also on the facebook we haven't gotten any haunted messages like your story last week yet, though. I'm still waiting I know, on that. No, we haven't. I was th- hoping, you know, you put that out in the universe. And, and then people are like, oh my gosh, something like this has happened to me. No, that the ghost would start messaging us on Facebook is what I was going for. But, you know, whatever. If you have a story, let us know. Please. Um, we're Oddity Files, facebook.com slash Oddity Files. We also have a Facebook fan group. So the search for Oddity Files Facebook fan group and we'll approve you put you in there sometimes we'll put our uh our recordings live in there some cool stuff i always post weird stories i find on the interwebs there yeah it's a good time so um like we said we're in the middle of the ocean we're hoping we haven't yet but we're hoping to get some more celebrity interviews with all these walking dead folks we're on the boat with shamelessly yeah begging begging will happen bribery maybe you know a mimosa in the photo op room here's a recorder tell me your story (laughs) please yeah whatever it takes but uh let us know more importantly your stories because that's one of my absolute favorite things about this podcast is the listener stories that are coming through it is really really cool and it just like i don't know like i say all the time we go out looking for this stuff and yeah so it's almost expected for us to find it, even though we don't sometimes. Well, but it's the times where you're least expecting it or you're not at all expecting it, like these listener stories, mm-hmm. that is terrifying. Slightly <laughs> terrifying or beautiful or whatever the case may be. Still no sign of A-N-N-A in my house. That's good. So that's really good. Um, so we talked about last week we went to Fear Factory Two, three weeks ago, we talked about how... I cleansed, she, yeah. Yes. We well, asked Anna, who was a spirit who followed me home on an investigation. You can actually watch that investigation on Amazon Prime. That's what we've been forgetting to plug, is Amazon Prime. Um, it's episode one, season one. That's how Anna came to be. Um, but just to give you something to look forward to at season for season three... Um, we have uh, a brief run-in, I think. Um, After I asked her to leave. Right. Yeah. Um, out while we were investigating in Salt Lake. So that's something to look forward to in season three, just to give you a little uh, insider info. Clayton had to give her a stern talking to. I did, because I was kind of over it. Yeah. Thank you for that, because I was like, oh, but I miss her. Anyway. So I got stories. You got stories? I do. Awesome. I have one that's pretty relevant. Is Wait. it your turn, or is it my turn? Who goes first? It is Clayton's turn. Okay. Okie dokie. Um, so since did tom- you guys notice DJ Jimmy has a mic now? What's up? We are we're big time. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm we sorry. get our Lego Village and we are set. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so since we're going to be in the Bahamas tomorrow, I was like, I wonder if there are any Bahamian cryptids. Is it Bahamian? Bahamian. But oh, see that's why he's DJ Jimmy. Wah, wah. So, on the Bahamian island of Andros, Andros, do you have the correct one for that? Um, 
Okay. Um, so on the Bahamian island of Andros creeps a creature so fearsome it can literally turn your head around. What? Yes, this beast known as Bring the, it. the Chick Charney. Chick Charney, that's fun to say. Very. Is about three feet tall and most closely resembles an owl. Okay. Yes. Doesn't sound scary at all. If owls were the size of like dodo birds and were super vindictive. Uh, well, I kind of see them as super vindictive anyway, except for Hedwig. True. Okay. So, um, not only vindictive per se, but instead Chick Charney's proved to be rather bipolar. Legend has it, if you meet one and you're polite, it will be glad to grant you good fortune. If you're rude, however, and poke fun at it, then you'll be doomed to bad luck. This sounds like me. Maybe I'm a Chickchara. <laughs> Chickchara, Chickcharney. Um, I would be Chickchara, just or, so you know. Or, <laughs> as mentioned above, the Chickcharney, if you're mean to it, or rude to it, or poke fun at it, it will literally turn your head all the way around. I'll kill you. Yes. Yeah, it is me. Um, Don't be rude to me, people. <laughs> but... Perhaps the bigger question is why, is, and this is what I was like, so you have the option to be polite or rude. Why would anybody Why would you rude? come across this giant bird in the woods and be like, hmm, let's just start talking trash. You're towards. an asshole. Yeah. Um, but, and it made me also think about, you know, the, uh, um, it's like beef jerky, the messing with Bigfoot commercials. Mm-hmm. It kind of made me think of that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, Here, have a Snickers. Right. So, um, but, so then I started looking into, of course, like, true, quote, unquote, true stories or just, you know. First person stories. Absolutely. Kind of, yeah. And, of course, they're out there. And one of the more popular ones is from Neville Chamberlain, the former, uh, the former British prime minister. Who oh, fell shit. victim to the creature's vendetta. So at the turn of the 20th century, Chamberlain was commissioned to take over his father's Bahamian plantation and decided to do what Every person from a big city does when they come to the country, chop down all the vegetation. Oh, God damn it, people. Stop that shit. So, of course, the Chick Chinese who are supposed to live in all these trees were not happy with him. So, uh, to take revenge, the creatures doomed the plantation, oh. which within a few years was declared a total failure and major financial loss for the family. Oh, and I, as a, or karma. <laughs> and as a real kicker, some argue that Chamberlain's inability... Um, to quell Hitler from attacking England during World War II was also due to his disrespect for the Chick Trinities. Like, this is, they literally say this. It's like a lifetime of bad luck. Yes. So, um, essentially, if you piss these things off, Nazis will come after you. Oh, well, don't Um, piss them off, kids. So, the story of the Chick Trinity, it's pretty certain, originates with a type of flightless burrowing, uh, burrowing owl that used to live on Andros. Okay. The species known as Titopolans matched the overall description of the Chick Charney and cohabited with settlers for many years until the forests were completely decimated by newcomers. Um, this supposedly sent Titopolans into extinct- extinction sometime in the 16th century. Um, so these things come back and it's revenge. Right. But <laughs> it's like these Titopolans were actual birds right, and they're right, like right. three foot tall owls. With like, um, maybe they're the spirits of these birds that really died. Maybe. Hmm. Holy shit! Look at what I just did right. there. Um, so this is the funny part. They have um, three toes on each foot and three fingers on each hand. Fingers. Fingers, as well as 
Yes. Fingers. Oh, that's, like, that's the creepiest part. I'm not going to lie. Right. Um, and they have a tail that's capable of grabbing things. Something. Oh, no, that's creepier. <laughs> it's very creepy. But their tail helps chickadees to hang from whatever they feel like, which would terrify people in the woods. Like, well, if you're just yeah. walking along, it's like a bat mixed with an owl. Mixed with an opossum. Some, yeah. Uh-uh. No. Like, Here's a picture. Oh, just... <laughs> and it's like fleshy pink. Well, uh, yeah. I just threw it in my mouth. That's nice. Artist interpretation. Yeah. <laughs> so they're also said to rotate their own heads all the way around, lending credibility to the idea that they might just be this extinct or super duper rare owl. Okay. Um, but this means that the chickadees are apt to swivel the heads of passerby simply because they don't know any better. Right? Like, yeah. we do this. Why yeah. aren't they doing it? And then they do it to them and it kills them. They're like, hey, you should be like us. Here, let right. me... Oops, I snapped your neck. It might just be like them trying to say hello, like, look at me, and then they break their neck. Um, but during the mid-20th century, Chick Chinese practically became pop culture superstars with articles about the cryptid species appearing in Time Magazine and Sports Illustrated. What? Yeah. Though they're pop- I've never heard of these. Me either. Though they're popular... Though their popularity has died out in recent years, the chickadee is still alive. Damn chupacabra. Literally. <laughs> it's still alive and well. Um, but because personally, I don't want like the ship to sink, I'm going to say they sound like phenomenal animals. They are beautiful. And I send them best wishes. And if I see one tomorrow, I will... I'll give it money. I'll turn my own head around. Don't worry. <laughs> And yes, I'll like give you a mouse to eat or something. I'll give you a high five with your fingers. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, I. It's um, interesting to come across something that actually was an animal at some point in time. Yeah. That now has developed into a cryptid of sorts. Yeah, I'm going with it's the ghost of those. And, I know. And this time, should we it's go chickpea hunting while we're there? Let's do it. Get some binoculars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Carter's on the cruise with us. Let's and, just do it. And if I turn around in your head's all the way around, I'll just start saying a lot of really nice things. <laughs> Fuck you, Kitsy. You're dead. But God, you are an attractive owl. <laughs> you are the best looking owl funny? I've ever seen in my They're life. probably just so lonely that when they see people, they're like, hey. Hey, look at me. I missed people. Broken neck. That's very interesting. Yeah. I can't believe I've not heard that before. So I almost did, again, I was looking for stuff based in the Bahamas. And when Christopher Columbus came over, he has like um, like recorded diary entries that people still have, like in museums, I'm assuming, where when they got to one of the islands that he like fought this serpent and like skinned it. And then the next day, a captain of one of his other ships had to fight another serpent that was even bigger and they skinned that one. But these giant snakes like today aren't in that area. Okay. But what it, researchers went back and terminology back then, serpent could be snake, lizard, alligator, Ow. anything. And someone actually came across like the remains and ruins of one of the like the places that they settled. And in that area, they found the skeleton and like remains of a like a six and a half foot alligator. So oh, they just shit. it is they assumed, assumed it that in the diary entries they were talking about alligators because you know they don't come across those in England. Well, sometimes you know stuff gets lost in translation. Right, but I was like, whoa, 
scary serpent beings in the Bahamas. No. Fucking ginormous. Oh, that was good. I like that. I respect said owls whose name I've already forgotten. Chick Charney. Thank you. Yes, I respect the shit out of them. And, you know, Chick Charney power to the people. <laughs> we should get shirts. <laughs> we should. Chick Charney 2020. Yeah, for sure. I do have an excellent, probably the most excellent haunting for the 13th episode. It is the Ted Bundy haunting. Huh. Haunting. Haunting. Okay. So this was recently in the news as well. And because, um, you know, I'm timely like that. <laughs> Um, but now that the entire country, including myself, has jumped on the true crime bandwagon, I won't mention any podcast names, and the recent release of the Ted <laughs> Bundy documentary on Netflix, which I loved, but meh. Um, of course, stories of Ted Bundy's, w- duh, Ted Bundy would surface, and boy, oh boy, have they. I ran a Google search on Ted Bundy hauntings. I was actually looking for hauntings of the the victims but apparently good old ted is haunting a house in uh, washington state um every news station in the country picked up on the story as well so you know you gotta love our fellow weirdos out there Mm -hmm. that are falling for this story i'm kind of hoping it's real Um, So if anybody hasn't heard of Ted Bundy, he was a psychopathic, narcissistic, necrophiliac serial killer in the 70s. He claims to have killed 30 women in his reign of terror, but many people believed he, he killed many, many more. Bundy had one hell of a childhood, as you can imagine. Most of his life, he thought his mother was his sister, and his grandpa, who Bundy actually thought was his dad, was said to be pretty abusive. But after that cat was let out of the bag, his sister slash mom was really his birth mother. Boy, that was confusing. So after the cat was let out of the bag, that his sister, but was really his mom who gave birth to him. What? And that they had no idea who the father was. His newly married sister mom and her new husband moved Ted to the Pacific Northwest. Sister mom. Sister mom. That'll Gosh. be a thing. Tacoma, Washington, to be exact. And the house still stands. Of course, Ted is long gone, being fried in the electric chair, as he fucking should have been. But these days, the world has gone house flipping crazy, as Clayton and DJ Jimmy know all too well. And the house that Bundy grew up in got all caught up in this craze as well. When the investor, David Turong, purchased his house, he didn't even know that it was the infamous Bundy house. He just saw the 1,400-square-foot home as a great opportunity to cash in on the real estate boom. So construction began, led by Casey Clopton, the contractor, and so did the weird shit that no one could explain. It started out with cell phones of the contractors draining within minutes of entering the home. I mean, every single one of them. They'd walk in, phones, dead. That's, but that's almost easy to write off because cell phones are cell phones. Right. Absolutely. Um, but as the construction continues, the crew members notice the word leave written in the sheetrock dust in the middle of one of the rooms um, when they left for the evening after locking up. And get this, there were no footprints anywhere in the room. So how did it get written 
into the dust. Hmm. Eh, maybe somebody's got some time on their hands. I don't know. The contractors were starting to get a little freaked out, and this just kept getting worse. Heavy furniture that was wedged into a wall fell over while the entire crew was in the basement. The crew said it would take a very large man to pull that specific piece out and throw it on the floor. In another instance, the contractor and crew left for the evening. The house was locked up tight. They came back the next morning, and all the cabinets and drawers were open in the kitchen on their own. The contractors also claimed that their tools would become unplugged on their own all the time. The contractor finally reached out to other neighbors in the area to see if there were any break-ins. And upon chatting with the friendly neighborhood folks, he then finds out that this was the childhood home of Ted Bundy. Whoa. Well, that was enough for him. He then contacts a local pastor to find out how to get these shenanigans to stop. The pastor came in. He blessed the home. He encouraged the crew to play Christian music while they were working in the house. You know, none of that Satan shit. And the crew even wrote Bible verses on the walls before painting over them. The house has since sold. And according to the articles I've read on this, the buyers never asked if it was a serial killer's house. And, you know, real estate, don't ask, don't tell. Um, the articles never really mentioned anything about the current owners having problems with the hauntings. But I'm sure the neighbors have, by this point, told the new owners about the information infamous asshole that grew up in their dream home at this point. But hey, if you're listening, you live in and you live in this house, um, hook a sister up. Tell me what's please. going on. Again, uh, <laughs> we can be best friends and I can come investigate your house. <laughs> um, or at least you can send the stories of anything you witness to oddityfilescrew at gmail.com. Pretty please with ghosties on top. I know. The more that you've been talking about this idea of not just repurposing oddity files. It's like my murder house theory. Oh, I didn't know we were making it public. Oh, I've mentioned it. Before. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um it sounds so like intriguing. Legit, yeah. Well, I think our next investigation <clears throat> is a hotel where murders have happened. Ooh. Yeah. So that could be interesting. It could be very interesting. All right, so we actually got a listener story from our friend Jim. He actually joined us on our public investigation at Revenant Acres not too long ago. When was that? It was probably six months ago at this okay, point. Okay, well, half Sorry, a year ago. I'm eating M&M's. <laughs> um, but yeah, he submitted this. So he says, Hi, Oddity Files crew. When I was in my mid-20s and fresh out of the Army, I returned to my hometown in rural northeastern Maryland. I had a friend, John, who opened a bar and restaurant in a very old building. It dates back to the pre-Revolutionary War in our hometown. Wow. Cool. Um, this building had been many other things over the centuries. and was recently a country store, but in the 1920s and 30s, it was an inn and brothel. Ooh. There are pictures in the current bar from that era, and in those photos is the, is the madam of the house. Um, she is most important to the story because she haunts the bar to this day, confirmed oh. by several psychics. Those bitches got shit done. Power to the madams. Also, I feel like every building that is still up that w is that old at some point was a brothel. 
I mean, was prostitution legal back then? I don't, I don't know. Even, there were all brothels. Every place that we've investigated that that's older, I get at one point, it was like a bar, it was a brothel, it was a... <laughs> like my ultimate place to investigate in downtown Indianapolis is the Slippery, Slippery Noodle. Slippery Noodle Inn. And it was a brothel. Of course it was. Yeah. So there was a client of the brothel that owed um, that owed her some money um, that she was eager to collect. Like I said, bitches get shit done. So threatening extortion by exposing the patron to his wife resulting yes. in her disappearance, rumored demise, and burial in the tiny basement under the bar. Oh, poor girl. Right. Uh, this is, <laughs> the disappearance of the madam was never investigated as she was just assumed to have left town. But to this day, an apparition of the madam is seen behind the bar by bartenders on late night closing and early morning openings. I bet she's still looking for that money. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. She's getting in the cash drawers. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Somebody's going to pay this fucking bill. Right. She's said to look exactly like the lady in the photos that they still have up. Oh, wow. So John, the bar own- owner, was a single guy. And as the bar owner, he converted four of the small in rooms upstairs into his living quarters and reported many times that his covers would be slowly pulled off the bed from the bottom while he slept. She's still working. Right? She she doesn't know any better. She doesn't. Uh, He heard uh, women's voices and laughter and smelled perfume as well. That would, like, be the best place to live. I'm just saying. Like an old brothel. I mean, as a a chick myself, (laughs) I'd just be hanging out with the girls. They're trying to recruit you all the time. That's fine. There's really no John, so we're good. So my own personal experience there were hearing hard-soled shoe footsteps upstairs in the wood floor hallway while I was the only one up there. I've experienced this many times. Also, someone holding a bathroom doorknob when I was trying to exit the bathroom. Okay, that's slightly terrifying. (laughs) This was a favorite trick of the ghosties as as it is reported almost daily by someone. What? The knob will turn and the door will just open. Just a little, but it feels like something is pulling back on it from the other side, and then it releases um, as the door almost hits you in the face. Oh, well, she's still pissed. The oddest thing that has ever happened to me was one night after we closed the bar around 2.30 in the morning, and everyone, including the bartender, left. It was just John and I in the building. We were shutting down the kitchen and locking up. We heard a loud, a loud grinding motor noise as we assumed it was a compression on a cooler refrigerator going bad. So we investigated the motor in the bar, kitchen, and restaurant area. Everything was fine, but that grinding motor sound was still loud and seemed to be coming from everywhere. I walked through the restaurant area and noticed that the noise was loudest near the bathroom door. John told me there was nothing that was in the bathroom that should be making that. I'm sorry, the basement door, not bathroom door. Um, John told me there was nothing in the basement that should be making that sound at all. As we opened the door to go down there, the noise stopped. We turned on the light, um, with an old Frankenstein dagger type light switch. Oh shit! Of course, <laughs> that's awesome. And went down the creaky old steps to the ten by ten basement where the madam was supposedly buried. Oh! Just as John said, there was nothing down there. We turned around, and the only thing in the basement was an old well pump that was totally disconnected with wires and pipes cut off. It looked like it had probably been out of service for fifty years, all rusty and cobwebbed. I walked over and touched the motor on the pump, and it burnt my hand. No. That totally disconnected pump had been running, and the motor was hot. That was the weirdest thing that I ever experienced there. That's crazy. That is very crazy. And now I want to go. We've never investigated in Maryland. Yeah. Hey, James, can you hook us up with that? Get in touch with your buddy, John. I want to hang with this madam. That would be really cool to investigate there. It would be uh, fucking amazing. 
home. I think the only place we've investigated that allegedly had a brothel, there were no vibes there whatsoever. It was the Harrisburg Herald, Harrisburg right? Herald. I mean, you even tried offering them money. I know. We, I put both of you boys in Myself there for Myself and bait. Carter were in there. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Except for when I went in, I started saying, bitches, I run this place now. I got a little weird mist. <laughs> so. Eh, yeah, we always like resort to offering money or. Whatever it takes. You always give offer them cigarettes or something like that. Always. But That's usually the end. We bribe them. We don't provoke spirits. We just no, bribe them. we bribe them. <laughs> we bribe them. Or we talk to them like they're fucking human beings. True. That is one thing that in our investigations recently we've noticed or we've had a lot of work with. Um, it's so hard to go into places that are notorious for certain things, whether it be demons or just like evil, just anything really. Yeah. Just It's so hard to go in there and just put all that aside and just try to find the evidence for yourself without any impression. Preconceived from... notions. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but what we've found is that like sometimes we come across things that have the same um, like means of communication. Like we get stuff on the same devices, but it's very different. It's like not even who you've been told is there. Right. Is communicating. With and then you. once you start addressing that person or being or entity, it becomes much more clear. And like. They're finally saying, oh, thank you. Someone's actually hearing me and not yeah. making me out to be this terrible person. So any ghost uh, ghost hunters out there, guys, just please stop yelling at the spirits. And just keep your mind open. You yeah. Know, not and every... talk to them like they they were humans at one point. They were. Talk to them like that that one guy. I keep bringing this up lately. I don't know why. That, that one review on Amazon. Well, if she'd stop calling the ghost honey and sweetie... That's how I talk to fucking people. Right. If you don't fucking like it, don't watch the fucking show. We'll insert. But a I would never talk to a ghost like that. We'll insert a but couple some... beeps there, just you know. For... No, <laughs> fuck him. And then the other guy. She's it's so part of getting reviewed. You're gonna get good and bad. And guess what? We you just... know what? But I have a voice, so I'm gonna call that fucker out. Fuck him. Oh lord, here we go. I'm flipping you off, even though you can't see it. Moving on. Sorry. A little moody today. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's just, it's something that we've learned through the, our years of investigating. And it's been that... really neat lately. Like, you know how you, it, we were at that uh, opera house and our first, when, when you feel them next to you, your first instinct is to fucking jet. Freak out. But I myself have tried to just calm down and, and, and go with the flow. At one point, I'm like, Clayton, remember... They're not going to hurt you. Don't run. Because you started to get up well, out of those theater chairs. I'm like, just hold on. When I was... Uh, it's a spoiler that's for season three, and it's hard not to talk about. I know. Um, but yeah, it's something happened to me, and it really caught me off guard. And like, I could physically feel the energy being like pulled out of me. Yeah. And I wanted nothing more than to get the hell out of there. Yeah. It's it's all... I, I think that every spirit communicates in a different way. Mm-hmm. And if you if you don't realize that, you know, sit down, think about it, process it, whatever. But ninety nine point eight percent of spirits are not demons. They're right. not out to hurt you. They're just trying to figure out. You're trying to communicate with them, and they're trying to figure out how to communicate with you. Like the big places, like Waverly and stuff like that. I think they've got it down. You know, they've been doing this for years. They know how to communicate if they choose to communicate. And there's so, I would like to think there's so many of them. Oh, I don't think a place yeah. like Waverly is like, oh, yeah, we have a spirit named Bob. 
like no He's over here there's like you know thousands right. yeah so many people die there the death tunnel oh i think we should put you in the death tunnel by yourself. You know what? It's so easy to sit here in the middle of the damn day on a cruise ship and say, oh, yeah, like, I'll go in there by myself. Like, I'm literally sitting here right now thinking, yes, I know that I could. Like, <laughs> why? no, it comes down to it. I'd be like. And then you get there and you're all alone and it's dark and you're like, no. No. We fully go into several episodes going, okay, we're going to do a little isolation thing. Absolutely. I'm going to be alone in this room. Yep. And it never fucking happens because we're like, eh, I don't know. I'm not Maybe feeling not. it. <laughs> and then, the but the like the one time that we do Australia, I'm in there for three minutes and start getting some of the, like the most like prolific residual no evidence. No spoiler, season two. Not out yet. We've ever gotten, yeah. though. And I was like, I just got in here, but I have to go get someone because I'm going crazy. I, I have to verify this is actually happening, even though I have a video camera and a microphone and everything else. No, I get it. I get it. It is super, super exciting, though. Update on Amazon, though. We did figure out which file was corrupt. We got it removed from the season, so it'll be a six-episode season. And it's been processing for a few days now. Which is a very good sign because cool. when they reject it, it's pretty freaking cool. Immediate. So hopefully, I mean, we're not in the country right now. Maybe it's up right now. Maybe it's not. So check it out and DM us. And then we is. have a lot of really exciting things coming for season three that are already in the works. Um, some new fresh ideas for you guys and uh, yeah. just more, you know, just more traveling and investigating. And yeah, it's going to be fun. I feel, I feel like we're getting better at it. I do. I do. It's still a dream is to have a production company come sign us up so they can do the editing. I'll do everything else. I do. And you do everything else. You do. Just fucking edit them. It's so long. It is. And I don't think I'm good at it. So. Oh, you were great at it. Eh, not according to Amazon reviews. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Check us out on all the social sites. At Oddity Files, Twitter and Instagram. Um, oddityfilescrew at gmail.com if you have an amazing story like Jim's um, not DJ Jim because we don't call him Jim because anyway um, Facebook Oddity Files Horror Hound Weekend coming up so quick coming up. I started looking into like urban legends in Cincinnati I haven't narrowed anything down yet we still got to get a hold of our cake people so we can have a Ouija board cake. And I think we'll leave it at that. You want to go grab a drink? Yeah, it's noon, right? Let's do it. Let's do Bye, it. Bye, guys. <laughs>